Hey, hey, everybody, it's your girl, Story Thomas, Ta on that. And it's your girl, Psychics Anonymous, still anonymous. And together we are your favorite besties. Anonymous, yeah. I ain't got time to play with you today. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about? Just go on and jump right on in. Okay, I'll jump right in. Let me ask this question. Usually when somebody um, loses somebody, well, actually, this is not really a question, it's a statement. There's a lot of weird things you can hear somebody be asked at the time of their loved one passing on. But one thing you really don't expect to be asked is, were they a sorcerer? What? Yeah. The Kenyan police asked, they asked this widow who lost her husband if her husband was a sorcerer. Why would that be of any concern to them? Let's break it down. See, you're in the USA. Different place, different laws, different belief system. In Kenya, it's completely different. Let's dive into that. While, uh, Chin, you guys, please forgive my pronunciations, okay? When Chirindo Krasubi was still mourning her husband, she was shocked by a question asked by police investigating his death in Kenya's Kalifi County on the Indian, on the Indian Ocean Coast. This man was your husband. Was he a sorcerer? They asked a 63-year-old newly widowed woman. Her husband, Dezuye Krasubi, forgive me you guys, I'm not the best at pronouncing names and stuff, okay? Had been hacked to death over accusations that he practiced witchcraft. Miss Krasubi knew that her husband had never been a sorcerer and believed the killing was over something else, a dispute over land. I've heard of this type of thing before. And, and um, In different African culture, uh, countries, too. I've heard about that. Uh, when there's been a dispute over land because witchcraft can be like, what was it at? Uh, what was that one country called? Cameroon? Uh, when um, there would be disputes over land, they will accuse a certain family member to say, oh, they practice witchcraft because they know that even the accusation alone is enough for them to be murdered. Wow. So it would cut them off to their inheritance, which is land, which is a property that is naturally theirs. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I told them, the police, that since I got married to him, I had never seen anything in him to show that he was a sorcerer she said the death of her husband pained her although she believed that there was nothing that she could do she had been told that her husband's own brother planned the killing she told the B- she told the bbc that the hired killer had confessed to the police the two men were arrested and charged both denied the allegations and i just want to say this i've seen that too in most cases it is uh one's own family who sets them up like that yeah, that, well, that's the whole cliche to the whole saying. Keep your enemies close and your friends closer. You'll find out they're the same ones. Oh, speak on them. You know, that's why. The, yeah, that's why. What was the story in the Bible? Was it about Cain and Abel, the brothers? Oh, yeah. And one was jealous and tried Cain to set the other Abel. one up. Right. And this is exactly what that reminded me of. Or killed Cain. It was, one of, it was one of the ways. Uh, but it, this is very much so. That type of stuff is still uh, uh, present today. It's still going on when you have a brother who accuses his own brother of witchcraft and killing him so that they can own the land that he has. That's so dirty. Yeah. That's so, so dirty. Excuse me. Uh, here's another thing going on a little further. It says, Miss Krasubi's pain is a familiar experience for the residents in Bunmi Kisamani and Khalifi, whose relationships are at times soured and torn apart because of the widespread belief in witchcraft. A number of graves dot the village, some of which are the result of gruesome killings. In this region, it is not uncommon for misfortunes, including common illnesses or deaths in the community, be associated with witchcraft. 
Often elderly men are accused of sorcery and blamed for these misfortunes. The punishment is at times a brutal death. Well, I mean, so yeah. to accuse somebody is one thing, but what, I mean, how could you even prove something like that? Who's to say that people are not just going around with their fingers of accusation and just by them merely pointing them, people end up dead? You know what's scary about that is it just reminds me of taking a trip through history. Uh, if you pay attention through history, a lot of times for a lot of heinous crimes, an accusation alone was enough. Yeah, you know, know. and hey, somebody lost. Too. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about Emmett stuff too. like that. It was all and based so, on a filthy lie. All based accusation. on a filthy lie, and none of it was ever true. None of it was ever substantiated or true. All you had is one habitual liar. Yes, they did. I seen it, and all the town people say guilty, and then they they issue the harshest punishment of all. So, um, whew. okay, it says the victims are often hacked or burned to death. Some are killed by their own relatives. Traditional beliefs coexist with Christianity and Islam, which are Christians' dominant religions. That's the same here in the U.S. Um, a survey by Pew Research Center conducted in 2010 showed 11% of Kenyans believed in witchcraft. The government does not collect data on the prevalence of the belief in witchcraft, which is illegal and attracts up to 10 years in prison. But local media often reports on incidents depicting the practice across the country. These often include the lynching of those suspected of sorcery. The police told the BBC that in Khalifi County alone, more than 150 elderly men have been killed on allegations of witchcraft in the last two years. My God. I think they're using that. Oh Unfortunately, I'm sorry. I'm just not buying into that, Anonymous. I really feel like that's a horrendous way for people to use an accusation to take other people out if they just don't want them breathing anymore. That's true. If they just don't want them to coexist That accusation anymore. would make it very easy. All you, have, all you have to say is, this person, I believe them to be a sorcerer, and everybody says, kill him. And that's the yeah, end of that. But I, my, my question, it goes to, so what, what's the investigation? What steps that are, yeah, exactly. What, which steps are taken and over which duration of time to substantiate that this person was affiliated with any sort of witchcraft. And how can a victim uh, or even a potential big victim protect themselves? Because as you know, people will say stuff to get even with you. Right. You know, kind of like the, uh, what's that called? What do they call it? I think they call it re re revenge porn. I know it's different, you guys, but just follow me a little bit. When people have been intimate with somebody and either they make a video or, or take pictures, mm -hmm. and then when they break up with the person, they don't want to get back with them to get back at them for breaking up with them. The person puts their stuff all over mm -hmm. the net. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that type of thing. So it's like, how do how do you get proactive in preventing that? Like if a person was going to say, they're going to run and lie and say that you're a sorcerer because... I don't know, maybe you with their husband or you with their wife or maybe, I don't know, you have something that they want hmm. or they just don't like you, plain and simple. They just don't like you. Right. So they're going to go up and say that. So if a person was in that position, how do they protect themselves? And, you know, because it's like, it seems like once the people get that idea that it's even a possibility that you may be a sorcerer, they like, oh no, off with your head. Right. Right. And there's no, like, no investigative process. It's like, nobody is saying, hey, wait a minute, let's look at this thing deeper. Let's well, investigate you know, this. Well, see, that's the whole thing. That's what we don't know. We don't right. know what they're actually doing for an And I'm talking about process. outside of the police. I'm not talking about them I because know, I'm, I'm just sure saying, they have like, their own process. Just I'm anybody. talking about the communities that this kind of stuff is prevalent in. Like, do what what investigative process do they have within themselves? Because it's one thing to point the finger and say that somebody is, but if that person, let's say that person is absolutely terrified and they're not. Right. How do they get help to prove, you right. know, how exactly. do they get anybody to stand up for them? And say, no, let's investigate it. Let's, let's see if it's true. 
Yeah, because you know what I can only imagine? If the, the innocent, the blood of the innocent cry out to the earth, right? Always. And it remains on the earth and they're innocent and they were falsely accused and killed. And killed. I, I mean, it seems like to me the land, it wouldn't feel very holy to me. It wouldn't feel very safe. Because just think about the spirits and the energies, mm-hmm. you know, that would be there. You know, mm-hmm. so not necessarily because the energy, you know, spirits go home to God, but at the same time, I just would feel like that would be just a horrendous thing. I wouldn't feel comfortable with a mere accusation being enough, mm-hmm. you know, or there not being some kind of a, a foolproof, nothing's foolproof, but there, there needs to be some kind of a, at least three part plan to try to figure this thing out and determine, you know, based on who, what, where, when, how, mm-hmm. how do we stand, substantiate? How do we put all the, the pieces of the puddle? puzzle together to accurately say okay we believe we're able to substantiate that you are a person who practiced witchcraft right you know what i mean right so and you know what i was going to say is what i find interesting about this is they're targeting the elderly so the older community the elderly community in this they're case scary. they're in fear for their lives and that's what the article saying they fear for their lives every day because all it takes is one young person to say oh that's a sorcerer that's a witch and the community is going to go with that they're going to say that they are. And before you know it, they'll be brutally either hacked to death, burned alive, or hung. And then let's talk over about, these can we accusations. say, what a vicious way to die? Absolutely. Hacked to, get to death, burned, or hung? Come you on. know what I think that this has to do with? And I'm going to be Sheesh. honest. What I really think that this has to do with is accessibility to education. Yeah, I do. To because to knowledge. You're right. Because knowledge is power. And the more knowledge that you have about something, the more empowered that you are, is the less likely that you are to act foolishly or to act in haste, okay? I don't even want to say foolishly. I'll say this. That's the less likely that you are to act in haste with more information that you have on a subject. So I think it's a matter of education. I think that the people, uh, I think that there needs to be a real um, financial investment in the education of the people to kind of help dispel some of that um thoughts that the accusation alone is enough to say yeah this person is, is a sorcerer or practices witchcraft you know what I mean right. and then the penalty for practicing witchcraft is pretty steep they say in 10 years they give you 10 years there if you are a person who they convict of uh, uh, practicing witchcraft but honestly they're giving you the death penalty because who has even lived most people are dying when they're accused the people are hunting them down and killing them and torturing them to death so 10 years yeah if you even get that 10 years that's pretty tough anonymous i i can't i can't lie but i mean you know i know that there's a big part of this that we don't understand because oh, we're not there actually you know living it and seeing how it goes through the eyes of the people who actually um deal with this type of thing but i just think that an accusation if it can be so severe to the point where it can warrant your death Oh you know, and not just any death, a heinous death. Yeah. I think that's a terrifying. lot differently about, you know, who would accuse, why they would accuse. Is the accu- the accusation to me should be considered a weapon of war. Oh, it is. Because it if is it a weapon wasn't of war. a weapon of war, then why would people be able to be killed for this it? This is why I say too, um I was I, I was having a conversation recently and I was saying I don't like when people say, Oh, things are not a big deal, like words are just words because no they're not. See, words cost people their lives. They're not just words. When you can make an accusation, and even though that accusation may be false, it causes somebody to lose their life. That was not just words that you said. What you did, you get you issued a death threat. Right. It's not just words. Right. So you know we, we have to be careful in the way that um um I guess that we come. I, I don't want to see. We have to be careful with our words. Period. Okay. So um anyways, this is very heartbreaking. Light and love. 
um, to the widow. Okay. Right, maybe. Miss Chirindo, light and love to you. Um, wow. wow. I don't even know what else to say about that. It's it's very heartbreaking. And understanding and you know what? And love and protection. And one thing I will say is if if you believe in God, talk to him. Yeah. Talk to him. His door is always open. He likes 7-Eleven, 24-7. Because you know she has to be absolutely terrified. She has to be. She's already uh, mourning her her husband, you know, which is an absolutely horrendous experience within itself. Uh, And then to be in fear for your life as well. It's just, I think that's too much for one person. You know, so light and love to her. Um, you guys sound off and let us know what you think. Your favorite best is 13 at gmail.com. Go ahead and drop us a line. Let us know what you guys think about the subject. Um, yeah, weigh in. Oh, also, if you'd like to sponsor this podcast, Storytime, where can they find us? If you guys want to sponsor this podcast, you guys can join us at your favorite besties 13 at gmail.com. And we'd love to see you guys there. Okay, right. or you could also come right here to anchor.fm forward slash psychics dash anonymous hit that sponsor button and become a monthly part of the family we'd appreciate that mm-hmm. if you guys so choose to anyway so we're done with this right we're now done. all right well we're thank done. you guys so much for rocking with us until next time you guys have been rocking with your, your favorite, favorite besties. besties bye bye